Hey, Jack, what time is the game this weekend? Ooh, I don't know. I don't have a watch. You don't, you say? I don't. I know where you can get one. That is at LaTerrain.com. They have some of the best watches out there. Really? Yeah, and if you put O-T-O-P in the discount code, you can get 10% off. 10%? Yeah. For a watch? Exactly. That's a lot of dough. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. That's LaTerrain.com. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. Let's go! One team. One team. Relax, big boy. One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. Team One Podcast? One Team One Podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. And we are live, <laughs> One Team, One Podcast, coming to you live from Rev Coffee Lab at Willow Grove. You guys in the chat, let me know if you guys can hear us all right, because we're going to have some live music in the background, but I think I got the audio right. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Um, so uh, I see Craig guys already in the chat. I am here with Adam Barry, what Bear up, Process Safety. You see the big orange bear right here That's on the right, uh, right here on the. Yep, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm all about your logo, bro. Love it. Um, all right, tell me what Bear Process Safety does. All right, so Bear Process Safety. This is going to be really boring, guys. It's going to be ahead. a little bit boring. I'm going to start live though, like hot. Uh, we make sure stuff doesn't blow up and release toxic gas. So we are keeping the fine people <laughs> of Baton Rouge Boy, that and is surrounding a, areas A mission safe, statement if right? I ever heard one. That's a great cocktail explanation if anybody ever asks you what I do. Elevator um, pitch. Elevator pitch, that's right. <laughs> and we do that local for the region. We do that across the country and across the world. We actually have a project in Oman starting up next month. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going And you global. were in Belgium? We were in Belgium recently doing some work in Antwerp. We, well, virtually. Yeah. But our folks in Antwerp. Um, and you're located it. right on Blue Bonnet. Right That's on Blue Bonnet. That's the craziest thing That's in right. the world. Right across from Brewbacher's. Been there for a yep. minute. Right. Uh, right down the street here from Willow Grove. So, uh, so yeah. Actually uh, hit Rev every day on the way to work. Yeah, there you go. There we go, right? Yeah, so, so all right. Full disclosure, my wife, Summer, is right over here on the other side of the table. She said, stop, skip the podcast tonight. And I want to go to Rev and get a cocktail. And I said, well, let me just call Rev. I've already come here before, and I got an old-fashioned. I did an old-fashioned review. Um, and so she, I reached out to Rev and said, hey, can I just podcast from there tonight? And they said, sure, come on out. So I didn't know we were going to have live music over here, too, but it's all good. Um, it's, it's a vibe Sweet. right now. So, just yeah. serenading us. She's killing it. It is. She's killing it right She's now. killing so. the game. Yeah. <laughs> she said, oh, my good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, also, um, I've come here and done an old-fashioned review. Uh, Rev lost to Stabs mm-hmm. in the first round in the Sweet 16. That's respectable. Um, I am just got done with the Sweet 16, and I'm just now on to the Elite Eight. So, I'm going to be going back to all these places again that won, and we're going right. to be moving on to the next round. But I will tell you guys this. 
this was a four seed. I had they had just opened. I had had it before. This is fantastic. Yeah. I, you're you're a fan, right? Like, I'm a so, fan of everything Rev. I'll tell you. Look, every other day we come here in the morning, get some coffee. They got great breakfast. Lunch is killing the game. It's a light lunch, but it's good sandwiches. And then they got killer drinks at night. You really can't beat it. Yeah, they have good cocktails. Um, good I, cocktails. I, I just wanted to make sure people understood that they have a really good yeah. cocktail list. Because you see Rev Coffee Lab and you think, okay, good coffee. Right. Great. I'm going to hit that in the morning. But really, they're doing everything awesome here i know right. it sounds like i work for rev i don't yeah but they it are sounds just, like you have stock they are good um, maybe they'll let me buy some all right know. full list of what we're going to talk about today first okay. of all the episode is called march sadness um it has taken me this long to get over the basketball game on monday i don't know what it was but i was so in it right. um and i i don't know why it's taken me this long to get over a basketball game because it's not normal for me but i was invested and i am just now over it um, I'm starting my transition into baseball, uh, which I was already I already kind of knew what was going on, but we're going to talk a little bit about baseball as well, and then we're going to also talk about spring football. Okay. Um, Coach O has come out, and Coach O likes to talk. Coach okay. O likes to say stuff that most coaches would not ever utter, and uh, he does it, though. He, Some, he He's like, oh, look, I'm going to be fully honest with you. I went to the bathroom five <laughs> times today, and I don't know if we need to know that. No. It's TMI. So, I mean, sometimes it's okay. But yeah. But this past uh, this past week we got some we got some good ones. So also was this kind of like came out again. Um, it is this is their cycle. Sports Illustrated likes to come out with more Will Wade articles. Right. This came out about thirty minutes before the podcast. All right. Pat Forty came out with another article that said, uh, "Hey, just letting everybody know the FBI." Uh, investigation is still open and ongoing. That was his tweet. I responded and I said, the probe in your ass is still open and ongoing <laughs> as well. And I tagged Pat Forty. So we already have a comment in the chat from Kevin Font. Uh, are you Pat Forty's source? No, I am not. Not Pat Forty. Uh, Confirmed. Not. That's right. Hey, we've got some breaking news. Matt is still not Pat Forty's source. I am still not the source. <laughs> no. Um, so... All right, let's get to the basketball game. Okay. I had a T-shirt that came out that said Will Wade versus the world versus everybody, and it's what it felt like. It felt like versus all y'all. Just say. I don't. I don't understand. I don't know what Will tells them in the handshake line, but they just <laughs> people hate Will. They Wade. hate Will Wade. And so you know, I think that's what got me though on this one was that I was so like, okay, it's all it's everybody against LSU on this, and I want LSU just to stick it in them, and. There was a couple of a couple of uh, bad calls in the game that yeah. I felt like okay, that it looks like they don't want LSU to win. But I was trying not to be that guy. Right. But um, it, there was a couple of plays in the game that were really pivotal, and one of them was Cam Thomas driving in the lane. He throws up a shot and he makes it. Uh, should be an and one. They call an offensive foul on Cam yeah. Thomas. They go back and they score immediately, and it's a five point swing. Yeah. Things like that in a close I, game against a really good team because Michigan is a really good team killed me. I know it absolutely exactly me. what play you were talking about, and yeah, it definitely swung the momentum. I think what got me is watching the beginning of that game. Cam's on fire. We are the more athletic team, and I think even after this game, I think we're the more athletic team now. Well, I say Michigan was the better team. Yes, I, I do. Mean, they I were think better. they were the better. They were team. a better team, but you could see early. 
that, man, if we give them our best game tonight and a couple things break our way, we can win the game. And yes. I think that's what, at the end, when it's kind of fading, that's uh, why it was hitting so hard that yeah. it was like, man, I thought we – I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think Dickinson was that skilled, but he's big. Yeah. He's a big guy to handle. He's and, a freshman. And, yeah. And we, we did our best. I mean, I'll commend uh, the coaching staff. I thought they had – a decent plan for what they had. Yeah. I mean, Darius can't guard him. No. Christian can't guard him. So they tried to press down and make the other guys beat you, and those guys hit shots. I mean, I'll give them credit. A kid who's averaging 15 points a game hits five three-pointers. He hits like in the 30, first he gets 30 points. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was – they said, hey, you're going to have to beat us. We're not going to let Dickinson beat us, and, and they did. They, they hit shots. Yeah, and, I, you know, what the, one of the concerning things with me, I tweeted this at halftime, uh, we played a very good first half. We didn't close the first half out, and we, we have a problem with closing out halves, but we played a very good first half, and we were down by one. Yes. And that's what was concerning was like, okay, and we, and we this is a been, very good team. We should have been down by more, really. A team like that knows how to win a game. Whether if they play bad or not, and that was what was the mark of that. But sorry, right, so now in my mind, I'm trying to get over this loss. Uh, I'm thinking about even next year too. I'm looking at the roster for next year. I, I see Darius Days uh, put on his Instagram that thank you LSU, and it was like one of those kind of yeah. He's posts. Out, he's outy. Uh, I all think, right. Well, then that means I think Javante's gone, and I think Javante, Cam, gone, and Wadford, and Days are all gone. Right. Um, Days is a guy, and I've had a plenty of chat, and Craig knows this, in a Facebook group about Days coming back. Days, to me, has always reminded me of a Draymond Green right. role. Um, and Draymond Green, if you followed his college career, he took it to another level in his senior year, and I wanted that same kind of thing where Days is the guy, Days develops his game, he can turn into a guy like that, and I got a lot of bullshit on a, on a Facebook group about that. But Well, and I think he's I think this is really what's happening there is I don't know if his camp believes he can get there. Right. And I think they're saying, okay, well, hey, this is what it is. Let's try to go D-League route. Let's try to get a check well, in uh, Yeah, where are you going? You, I, I, or G-League, sorry. You're not, uh, you're not NBA. Right. I mean, it's... And I, I think it's really... Def I mean, I understand the Draymond comparison and, uh, you know, he shoots pretty good. He's got the same body type. He would really have to work on his defense. I think and that's ball handling, and, and I think. ball handling. But I, I don't. Oh, it, yeah. I, I, I Draymond defensively right. is like another level. Um, New to the podcast. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You, you knocked it over. You're good. All right. Um, but so I was hoping a guy like that would come back and be a, a veteran presence. And we're missing those guys that just stay four years. Yeah. That need to stay four years. Honestly, Tremont Waters. And this is I, Jack always gets mad and he rolls his eyes when I say this. Tremont Waters left his sophomore year. He got uh, he got drafted in the second round. Right. Um, he took it took him two years to get to an NBA bench. So now he's on the bench in the NBA. Um, what would have happened if he would have stayed? Right. And say he's averaging twenty-five points a game in the in in college. I think you like, get you get drafted a little higher. And the thing about the NBA, you get a guaranteed contract. They guarantee contract. Pick. Right. I mean, I I know this is going to be it's a no-brainer that Cam is going to go. Yeah. But he would be a lottery pick if he came back. He's I, not. I he's agree. not going to be a lottery pick. He's no. going to be a late first rounder. He's going to. And he's the only guy know. that can tell you that would be a first round pick. Right, for sure. And I mean, you know, same thing with Christian. Uh, Trenton. He, uh, Trenton. I'm Christian screwing those Lawford, up. Yeah. Screwing those up. Uh, Trenton, I, you know, just doesn't have really the ball handling quite ability. I mean, yeah. 
he tries to work that point forward role, but I don't think it's really smooth enough right. um, to to be next level there. Now, a bench player, um, like I said, G League route, maybe get a 12 day contract, go Garrett Temple route. Like I, don't I think, think a guy it's like that. I think a guy like Trending can make a team, um, kind of like Nas Reed. Nas right. Reed was a second round guy. He made the team. He and that's another one where I'm like, dude, I, if you're not. 100% that you're going to be a first-round pick. I don't know what you're doing. And I know a lot of these guys, they go into college thinking that I'm only going to be there for one right. year, and they don't really want to go to class. And that's another aspect to it. Emmett Williams left after his sophomore year, and it was more of like, hey, I'm going to support my family. And he, he knew he was going to overseas when he did it. That's I, like, at least you have a solid plan. Right. Um, and, you know, he was probably looking at it like, am I going to make, a, am I going to get a first round pick in the NBA? If not, let me just go. Yeah. Right. That might be what Darius is thinking too. I'm not quite sure. I think so. I think he's, I think his camp is telling him, hey, we're probably maxed out where we're going to be. So let's just, let's go play where we can play pro. And if we can prove something, we'll get signed to a 12 day or right. something right. and we can make a team. Or, we make a Euro career of it, and, I mean, that's, that's you know, we want to play pro ball somewhere. I agree. Right. Because I would say Max Ceiling, maybe if he had a killer year, he sneaks in the first round, but he's still probably a second-round prospect. I agree. Um, now, he might not be a drafted prospect this year, but that's about the same. I mean, that's right. not – you're not getting a whole lot of benefit there. So, all right, so the next thing I wanted to kind of do is shift my gears – um, emotionally and all that into uh, baseball. And uh, one of the things I had been doing during baseball season is I was making some really killer t-shirts. And I don't know if anybody's been following me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, things like that. I've been making some t-shirts that were selling pretty well. And um, I kind of knew this was going to happen, but LSU came and, and put the smack down on me this week. Uh, I got another uh, cease and desist from LSU. Um, there was a cruise missile shirt. Cruise missile, love it. Uh, and I had Dylan Cruz on the podcast love last it. week. I'm sure that was the raised some flags as well because I had Dylan Cruz on the podcast and it didn't go through LSU. Knew that was going to happen. The next thing is I had um, I had uh, teach me how to Doty uh, instead of teach me how to Dougie. Genius. I think Kate Doty's family got involved with this and they ended up buying like 60 T-shirts over a weekend. I even sold a onesie that had Teach Me How to Dougie on it, or Teach Me How to Dougie on it. Nice. Um, well, LSU came down, put the smack down on me. I can't sell those T-shirts anymore. I had to take them all down. So that um, should be a lesson to everybody listening. If you see a post and you love the shirt, get it while it's hot. You better get it. You never know. If I post the T-shirt. We could be discontinued. Yes. I, they, and so when LSU reached out to me, they just basically said, hey, Matt, like, not, hey, one team, one podcast. He's on a hey, first-name basis now. Um, they knew who I was. Uh, and I said, hey, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of this. I'll take it down right now. And they said, appreciate it, Matt. Um, so they know who I am. Um, That's right. I guess that was the whole point of this. But I, what it I've done now. It was a humble brag is what the whole yeah, point of Yeah, what I've done now is I've switched all of my merch to one team, one podcast.com. I've added some new T-shirts. And, um, and what was the uh, – Hopefully I don't get sued. Oh yeah, but like try not don't get sued. That's going to be a new T-shirt design. New, we talked about this for the for the podcast. Don't get sued in purple and gold. That's kind of what I'm going to. Really, we can uh, all my mo. We can all live by those rules. Yeah, we Just can don't, all don't yeah. get sued. Absolutely. So um, unless you can win. Uh, so that was some baseball sh shirts that I was doing. Uh, the baseball team seemed to be excited about it as well. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Cruz came on the podcast. We talked to him a good bit before the Mississippi State series. And the big news for baseball. 
uh, came out today, it was on Off the Bench, where uh, Paul Maneri said they're switching Jaden Hill and Landon Marceau. So Marceau's going to be your Friday night guy, and Hill's, I mean, Hill's going to be your Saturday night guy. Um, and my questions are, um, it doesn't even, well, first of all, it doesn't even matter if you don't score runs on right. Friday and Saturday night. Right. If you come up against quality pitching staff in the SEC, and we had Ben McDonald on a couple of weeks ago who said this exact thing, that the SEC is completely stacked with pitching staffs. So if you're not going to be able to score any runs against those against those dominant pitchers, it really doesn't matter who you throw out there on Friday and Saturday night. Well, and I think this was predictable um, because Jaden's got the stuff, right? He he has the stuff. It's he about consistency, right? And right. you saw this in years past. You think about uh, Jared Poche being moved to Friday, right? Right. Marceau is a more consistent arm. He's going to throw strikes. You know what you're going to get. He's dependable. Right. And to be honest a little bit, it's happened when we've struggled with the bats. Not that we're conceding the Friday, but sure. we're almost saying, hey, I'm going to throw my most dependable guy on Friday. Right. You're probably going to beat us. But my guy on Saturday is going to have the stuff. And if we sneak one on Friday, then I've won the series. Well, all right. Okay. So the biggest example that I've been saying this from uh, the beginning of the season Vanderbilt rolls into town next weekend. Yeah. You might pitch Jaden on Sunday. <laughs> it, well, that was my question. That was whenever I saw that on, uh, I was off, off, or somebody tweeted it this morning. I think it was Jock tweeted it this morning. What I said was, hey, one team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. That's LSU. Right. Yes. No. <laughs> we got a live request a live from, request. yeah, from, uh, it was, uh, The wonderful singing crew. That's right. Going on so here. Killing one the team, game. One podcast. That's right. So, anyway, um, what I was going to was Vanderbilt's going to roll into town. Mm-hmm. They got Kumar Rocker, who's going to come in. He, he threw it. All right, last weekend, he threw a two-hitter against South Carolina. Yeah. Too uh, bad he sh- wasn't uh, lighter. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Shut, uh, uh, nine in a shutout, two-hitter. Um the next day, Jack Leiter rolls in as their Saturday, their number mm-hmm. two guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no hitter, uh, nine innings, 16 strikeouts. Yeah. They didn't use one relief pitcher for two days. And I don't even know who their Sunday guy is. Poor soul. But those two guys, they're talking about uh, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. I don't, we don't even know what order, but right. they're going to be one and two in the draft coming out. And I just don't – I mean – it's a tough thing because, like, you know, we talked about this week, Hill. I mean, he didn't pitch bad this week. He just. No. I mean, and, and did, he worked and into the eighth. I mean, I, neither does uh, Marsa. No. And neither one of them can get run production off of good pitchers, is the right. problem. And it, it all goes back to your. All right. So we were, we've been critical about in this podcast about uh, Dylan Cruz being leadoff. I don't get it. I hadn't gotten it from the beginning. Dylan Cruz even came on and said, I don't mind it. That's fine. But. The like, I I need to score runs as much as possible to score runs, and if that means you move this guy to a three hole and you get some guys on, I don't care who it is, get some guys on base in front of this guy. There is no reason why he should hit five home runs and only have six RBI. Like I, that's ridiculous. I agree, and I the thing I will say though, like I said, I feel like I'm a little bit of a broken record here. We have enough years of PM to know some things that happen, right? We're going to have a move during the middle of the season with the starting pitching. 
we're going to start the season, whether it be Alex Bregman, whether it be Mikey Matuk, whether it be Dylan Cruz, we're going to have our best hitter hitting leadoff for some reason. Right. And we're going to have, uh, well, this year, not so much, but in years past, we're going to have a position player who's the best defensive player on the field who couldn't hit sand if he fell off a camel. <laughs> like, it's going to be batting 034 the whole year. And so... Uh, uh, Malazzo? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's and it's just what happens. It's just you know. So well, I, I, what I didn't like know. is that you had Dylan Cruz batting leadoff and you had Malazzo batting ninth. An automatic out. And poor guy. I mean, he's a fantastic catcher, defensive catcher, and all that. But you got to have run production in this league, right? You're gonna have to score at least more than one run and to I, win. I used Friday to and like Saturday what night. he would do is if he had a poor hitter there, he would move him to the eighth spot. Move a little bit better hitter to the ninth and kind of have that double leadoff position there. Right. Now, I don't know. I, I agree. Feel, I don't know who fills that role in this well, team, but I think it was uh, Gio Giacomo, and I think now that he's hurt, I think that's a problem. Right. Um, but moving him to a three hole like they did on Sunday, I think it opens up all these options, and I think it gives this team a little bit more confidence that you're going to have a guy, you're going to have a three and a four hitter, so you're going to have Cruz and you're going to have Doty three and four. Try to pitch around. Try to pitch around Cruz now. Right. Exactly. See what happens. Uh, you got you got a guy like Trey Morgan who's been hitting really well at a leadoff. I, I love like that. that. Yeah. I love that one through five really because you got Dugas at at five. Uh, he, he's really a true cleanup hitter in my opinion. But I like that. Shuffle it up a little bit. You got to score runs. At the end of the day, you got to score runs. Well, it really we'll, doesn't matter who you pitch if you don't score any runs. We'll see how well they do this weekend in terms of. Uh, I mean, they're still playing a good team. A good Tennessee team, right. um, but I mean, see if see if well Austin, they they don't have the pitching that they don't have the pitching State that they had or Vanderbilt's right, right. gonna have. So we'll see if we can get some we can confidence. Get some runs. Yeah, and I thought you saw that on uh, on Sunday. I, mean, I did too. Know, yeah, hit the ball well. Even though it wasn't Cruz getting the runs done, I I just think it gives this team a little bit more. Mojo. Do you feel like the team is living a little bit on the on the long ball? Uh, a little bit. I think strikeouts are an issue. It's going to be all season. Um, that that's just kind of what they're doing right now uh you could see it early in the season and then when uh, when i saw mississippi state was going to roll into town wait till next weekend i'm just telling everybody all right what you need this weekend you need a sweep right you gotta sweep tennessee because here's here's the deal you just lost two out of three to mississippi state you're gonna lose at least two out of three to vanderbilt i guaranteed i'm just telling you right now you're guaranteed you're going to lose two out of three to vanderbilt right so you need a sweep this weekend period if you want to stay in this thing, you want to stay for the long haul, you got to sweep. I agree. I, I You can't get behind yeah. and lose a well, game. Well, and the, the thing is, I think this year, I think it's similar to what we were having last year. We just didn't get to see the whole season. This is probably a this is probably well, a two seed, three seed team. I think so too. Right? And I, here's my problem is that everybody's loaded this year, right. especially in the SEC. Every right. SEC team is loaded, and the reason why is because of COVID. And guys didn't go to the draft. Extra guys got extra eligibility as well. So there's some seniors that are still on the roster. There are some guys that didn't go to the major league draft that should have. Dylan Cruz, right? He should exactly. be in a major. He should be in a minor league team right now, not at LSU. And he would have in a normal year. Um, all those factors go into you have an uber loaded roster. When I start comparing our uber loaded roster to other teams' uber loaded rosters, it doesn't match up. I agree. I think I, it seems like we say this often, but I really feel it. I feel like next year this is a this is a run producing team. Yeah, with a I little think, bit of age and, look, a, and a little in bit of two years. In two yeah. years, you have Cruz, you have uh, Morgan, you have. I mean, you're gonna have a really stacked offensive lineup, but they're just they're young. 
Right. And I don't know how they're going to be able to stack up to these monster pitching staffs. Ole Miss is another one. And Ben McDonald was talking about them. They're just another. They're going to mow you down. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see with baseball. I just want everybody to make sure that they have good expectations because I knew this kind of going in. I could right. sense it a little bit. I, I feel if this team if this team is a two seed somewhere, I think that's a win. I think I, hosting a regional would be huge. Would be phenomenal. For this team. I don't know if it's going to happen. But. No, but if they hosted a regional, I think that would exceed expectations. I agree. Um, just based on what we've seen so far, I mean, they have the talent, but like you said, it's they're going up against teams that not only have the talent, they have the experience, they've been there before, and like you said, the comparison is just, you know, it's not, not quite as good. Right. I mean, it's not a... All right. So other other big stuff going on. We got Tennessee. We're going to be playing uh, the other the other things that are going on. Yes, I would love another old fashioned. My wife just pointed at the old fashioned. She's like, "Do you want another one?" Of course I do, honey. <laughs> um, so um, the other things going on are uh, spring football. There's there she is in the in the camera shot. There, there she, she is. is. That's the lady that makes it all happen. Summer. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway. Um, Spring football is in full effect right now. Right. Uh, full disclosure as well, I reached out to Durante Jones about being on the podcast. He said, not right now. Give me a little bit of time. Maybe after uh, spring uh, football is over. Loving coach. And I said, no problem, D. No D. problem, bro. I got you. He's loving the pod. But he Love is, he is loving the podcast. He will be judging an old-fashioned review soon, too. So oh, sweet. Um, he, I talked to him about going to Stabs and Oliver Twists in the second round, and that's going to be a really good one, a really tough battle. And he said he would like to do that. I'm going to see if I can coach him into that. You might save Coach D for a little championship round? I would like to do that, too, but I, I don't know if that's going to work. Um so I just got a um, I just got a text for another sponsorship for the podcast. So Wonderful, right there. Wonderful. Um, all right, so they want to come on and chat it up as well. Yeah, they want to come on too. I just I literally just got a text about a sponsorship for the podcast. So um, all right, Coach O came out. He had a press conference mm. on Tuesday, talking about um, his mistakes from last year. Some of them, because if he would (laughs) have talked about all of them, man, we'd have been there for a while. So, yeah, and I'm sure you guys that are watching, I'm sure you know about this, but I'll recap it anyway. Um, So Coach O basically says, yeah, I didn't interview the hires last year, some of the assistant hires last year, and I'll never make that mistake again. It's the way he said it. Um, And he's been getting – Fool me once. He's been getting crushed for this comment. First of all – Coach O is so uh, open and honest to the media, but the problem is that he is too open and honest for the media sometimes, and he likes to tell everybody everything that he shouldn't be talking about. Um, But anyway, he so he comes out and he says um, he says what he says. He's been getting crushed about. uh, Look, you shouldn't be getting a, a full pass. For O is an oversharer. I'm an o- oversharer too, so I can't judge. No, but you don't also get paid seven million a year, and you're not on a press conference. I think that's the difference, Garrett. Um, I don't know if so, I got paid seven million. I might share a lot. Well, that's the problem, though, is that like we knew O right. had a lot of problems last right. year. Right. And honestly, and I'll just say this: it started right after he got divorced, and right after his wife left, or however that went down. He checked out for a good three to four months here. 
Um, they hired people they shouldn't have hired. He really just didn't do his due diligence on things. He was not detail-oriented at all. Um, he was um, getting caught with photos of himself with uh, a blonde-haired woman that we've all seen. Um, there's stuff like that that was just rampant last year. And so none of this is surprising. What, what we don't need to do, do is rehash it again. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, you need to zip it up. Like, let's, it's a whole new year. Let's start fresh. We don't need to know what we already knew. <laughs> Does that make sense? It makes total sense. I mean, you know, we, I'm sure there will be a – I'm sure it's not the end, though. I'm sure there will be a conversation later in the year, and we'll be talking about Coach Jones, and we'll say, yeah, he's not going to uh, have our guys not practice uh, coverages during the week, you know, because last year we really sucked at that. I'm sure there'll be more things that come up to say, uh, yeah, these guys are going to be much better on offense. They're not going to try to run the 1985 Dallas Cowboys offense. Um, you know, but I, honestly, I don't even need to know. Like, so last year, a couple other comments were um, our defense is way better than anything that we had last year, the championship year. Right. Like, that was bullcrap. Right. Um, so. We don't need to hear any more of these outrageous statements anymore to hype you up your, I, I your think coaching it, staff. I anymore. think it would be a little bit of a, a, a well-welcomed thing to have a little bit of coach speak this year. Just yeah. just when you ask the question, how's the team doing? Ah, oh, they're doing good. Guys are working hard. You can be open and honest yeah. about injuries and things like that right. that you've been open and honest about. But you, you don't need to say every single well, little and piece of information. I mean, we've kind of seen this from the beginning. If it's from the – Nick Brissett wasn't supposed to be in the game. Yeah. Comment. Uh, you oh, know, no, no. Uh, Nick, uh, and Nick Brissett is a uh, – we have a lot of good uh, running back. Well, a lot of great running backs. A lot back. of great running good, backs. Good, but good, but not one. great. Yeah. I good think that was what he yeah, said. Yeah, we don't have a lot of great ones. He was, we got some good Nick ones. Nick Brissett is a great – no, good, but not great. Yeah. You know, they, what? We, we've seen this through the years. Who says Comments that, that just – Well, no, no. Here, I don't here get go. it. I don't get it. We're coming it, off no. of Les Miles, who was the gaff machine. And but ugh. what what he, that, ugh, it's a little more now. A little, it's even worse now. Off of than you think about ugh. it. So we're coming off of that. We need we need somebody that can rein it in a little bit. And I don't need more of this from somebody else. And honestly, Cocho is a um, he's somebody that people like to make fun of. Right. And he needs to stop giving people reasons for that. Well, and this is my thing about Cocho, right? You can see when things are going well. Okay, it's a, it's a, I'm going to thumb my nose at everybody who thought I was an idiot and I'm great. And people here, I will say this about him. He is a likable person. People get behind him, okay, right. especially in the community. And that's a great thing. Well, in you Louisiana. Wanna, right, in, in Louisiana, right? And I think in some instances, maybe, you know, when it's not going so good, I mean, you don't have to do as much damage control. Just, just kind of say, hey, guys, we're trying to get better. I agree. And we're working on it. And, I mean, with this year, like, what all things do you have this year? You got a full offensive line coming back. Yep. You got a quarterback room with four quarterbacks experience. Yep. You got experience coming back on your defense. You hired some great coordinators. Why are we focusing on I, uh, let me guys, comments let, like that? And guys, let, let me just know. tell you all, I have uh, I've met Durante Jones. I have texted with Durante Jones. Um, and, of course, I have an affinity for bourbon, and, of, of course, he does too. I've gotten Durante. I, I texted with Taylor Calandro at Calandro's. 
Durante has reached out to Taylor and they have connected. He's hooked him up. He's gotten his bourbon. So there's a whole bourbon community thing that I'm wrapping my arms around a little bit. And I, of course, we have the Durante Jones Bourbon Club. But let me just tell you this. That guy is a cool ass guy. And the first thing that I think about when I think of Durante Jones is that he is going to reach the uh, look at Jack Poss has joined joined us from New Orleans. Got him. So all right, so what we were doing when we were talking about Durante Jones, he's gonna be able to reach his players. I agree. Um, he will be able to reach these players um, way more than anybody did last year. I love the Andre Carter uh, hire for defensive line. Mm -hmm. He'll be able to do the same thing. Guys like Blake Baker are kind of in your face kind of guys. Um, I, I just love that uh, from this from this team right I, here. I think I mean, look, I think we were all hinging on the fact that last year's hires were going to be um, what we got before, and we were kind of just playing the, oh, we know this name. This will be good. Yeah. I think we looked at every hire this offseason and said, man, that's actually a really good hire. You know, yeah. instead of, we weren't feeling like, I felt like last year we were trusting the process. We were saying, ah, Linehan's had his problems, but I mean, hey, I'm going to trust, oh, we just got off a championship. Well, this is going to work. And okay? you know, one of I, the one yeah. of the comments that he did make in this press conference that I liked was, yeah, Durante Jones was our fourth or fifth choice, but who cares? So was I. I loved that comment, right. but don't you don't have to say all the other bullshit. Yeah, like I don't I need to know about you not interviewing. I kind of already heard that. Right. I've also heard that his interviews this year were shit. So I've right. heard that too. I don't need to know any of that. Um, let's move on. And so hopefully, hopefully it's Pete's and it's Mangus right. that can kind of take control of the offense. You had old guys run it this year. You had young guys run it this year. Um, so what are you? What are you excited? What are you looking for? I mean, I know you don't get a lot out of camp, but. It's not uh, all of Louisiana behind us, you know. is what Garrett says. Ooh, <laughs> yikes. So, in terms of, you know, what we got going in the spring, what is – I mean, do you think we come out of spring and you've got at least two guys in the quarterback race and somebody's leaving? Is that is yes. that what you see happening? I see it. It's going to be Max Johnson and Miles Brennan. Um, I mean, I, 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 I just don't see – I don't see uh, – dude, TJ Finley has got a fucking cannon. A cannon this is, for this an is, arm. Man. I've seen. I keep watching some uh, film on him, uh, like just in spring practice, and the way he flicks the ball, it is Jamarcus Russell esque, and it is amazing to watch. I just, I just don't know if he's going to be able to surpass a guy like. So uh, I, I think, I think what's working against him is I think Brennan's going to get at least a spot, and really for Brennan, like, why am I going to? transfer right i'm gonna i'm the senior brennan? guy oh, right I, okay i don't think brennan's transfer. right so then you're looking at max and you're looking at, at tj right i think tj is a more talented quarterback i heard right. uh brad johnson talk and uh was that on what podcast was that uh was that on he was on jordy shit, right yeah. and i heard him and you could tell he was he's instilled his qualities because Brad Johnson by no means had a cannon for an arm, right? Right. Super Bowl winning quarterback is is wanted on defense, but also made smart decisions. He was poised with the ball. He knew his role. And he was talking about how those are important things, right? Those right. are all things we see in Max. Max can move the ball a little bit. And I think what's going to be very hard for the coaching staff is to say, this guy played two games. He started two games. And he won both games. In games we shouldn't have won, right? Yeah. So 
I, it's not TJ's fault. I think TJ's more talented, but I think it's going to, the perception is going to say, like, eh, you're probably third. Okay? Yeah, and, I think, and I, Nussmeier is going to obviously stay. So yeah. I, I agree with you. I think he's going to be the transfer. And I'm a little bit, I don't know how I feel about it because I think he's potentially got some of the best talent of all of them. I think TJ's the odd man out. I right. agree. I, I think I, if it wasn't for Florida and Ole Miss, I agree. it would have been a different story. Let's say but you, if you don't win Florida and Ole Miss, Mac, oh. Max Johnson is transferring. What if you don't win Florida? If you don't win the Florida game, but I'm saying you don't win. I'm saying your boy don't throw a shoe. Oh, you don't right, win the right, game. Right. I'm saying Kayshawn doesn't go off against Ole Miss. Against Ole Miss, right? You don't win those games. Those aren't W's. It's a paradigm shift to me, and I think well, I think Max is the odd man out. I mean, the things that we heard. If 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 Florida would have came and like cleaned our clock. It was going to be a, a massive Yeah, you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have anything to worry about. I mean, it would be <laughs> all the way to the top. Right. So, I mean, that's interesting to watch. I don't know what's going to happen with the running back that goes, room. That goes – what I just said, though, goes all the way back to what we started this with was the Coach O lack of detail from the beginning of last year. It's very well established, and everybody knows what was going on. And he was checked out. And – it was too. It was so bad that it got to a point at the end of the season that he needed to, he needed to win back the program, or it might have been even worse. Oh, Scott Woodward was in his office, just letting you guys know. Yeah, so like that was the stuff that was happening. But man, I, I think that uh, it, it'll be interesting because I think whoever you have back there, right? You're you've got the O line back. I think you're going to have a better defense. A lot of the issues we had last year is we're pressing because we can't stop a nosebleed, Bart Scott. We can't stop anybody, That's right? right? So, so, okay, what's TJ doing? Man, I got to throw a touchdown every time I touch the ball, right? Right. I mean, we took him out in the, uh, the Auburn game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not his fault. Hits a guy in the helmet. But it's like, well, we're pressing. So we got to do something different, right? Yeah. Well, once we took him out, like, we had no shot of winning that. I mean, we didn't have a shot with him, but, you know, okay, now you're going to throw Max in a situation that he didn't prepare for. Right. And we have no game plan. And it's like, okay, we're just making a move just to make a move. Yep. Um, that's the thing that was really baffling to me last year. For a, for a And I understand people are going to be like, well, yeah, you lost the offensive coordinator and the defense coordinator, right? But for a staff, you still had a lot of staff members back. Mm-hmm. For a staff that pushed all the right buttons the year before, it seemed like every button you could press last year, that was the wrong one. Yeah. You pressed it. Right. And it's like, ah, what are we going to do in the middle of the game? We're getting burnt. Uh, just switch to a zone yeah. we didn't even practice. Yeah. Just go ahead and that's fine. How about this no, Darren Evans kid? We hadn't seen yeah. him play yet. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Poor Darren Evans. Oh, Been on the team kid. for five days. And they're like, hey, kid, go ahead and go ahead and play man-to-man out there. And taught you a single scheme, but you'll be fine. Don't worry. We're getting pressure on the end with Allie Gay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, so those comments were a little disheartening. Uh, but I, what I am, I am very optimistic about this this football season. I agree. And I, I think we're going to be able to score a lot of points. And I also, we're going to be able to get back to the offense that we were running in 2019 because it did change. And whatever anybody says, it doesn't doesn't matter to me. But it changed. Um, but you'll also be able to have some sort of defensive right. game plan. I, I and it think, was like completely lost. I think the thing that's worrisome a little bit is it went back to what you and Jack mentioned at the beginning of the season. Ooh, that is, looks good. Uh, it does look good. What is uh, that, an ice, just an iced coffee? 
It's got a little latte, latte. A little, little, little milk in it or something, right? right? Oh, okay, He's yeah, he needed some coffee. Up. He's trying to wake I, it up. I think it... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jack said it. I'm gonna say you didn't say it. I'm gonna say Jack was smart. Y'all said at the beginning of the season last year is the first time it hits trouble with this offense. We're, we're, we'll see what happens, right? I mean, we reverted. We did. Absolutely. I mean, we went back to well. I mean, that Arkansas it wasn't like that terrible. Ar- that it was actually pretty good. Whew, it was just I don't know. That Arkansas game was tough. Tough defense, to watch. The defense was so bad that it. I agree, but okay. This is the Texas thing that A&M I'm saying was though. terrible. But if this is your I guess I'm two schools of thought right there. Okay, are you changing the program, or are you going to say, well, i got to change midseason to try to win the game? Well, that's great, but then you don't have an identity going into this year yeah. of what you're trying to do. And I am optimistic about this year because I think you've got talent coming back, you've got better coaching, right? Yeah. But this team, I mean, we just said it. We think the offense is going to go back to what it was. We don't really, we don't really know, because to to be honest, the end of last year, I mean, I mean, Butte had a great game against Florida. We really were kind of smash mouth. We we played controlled the ball, right? Yeah. Are we going to go back to that? I don't know. I, I don't mean, think you are. And you think because of the hires? I think right? I think they're honestly no. I think it, it goes back to, and Coach O has been talk. He's been talking about this a lot. I think it goes back to a formula, and me and Jack talk about this all the time. Like, there was a formula for 2019, and the formula is you have um, the offense that you have with Joe Brady and Joe Burrow, obviously. You're not going to be able to replace the Joe Burrow part, but you can run that same offense again. You can't replace Clyde Edwards, E-Larry. You can't replace any of that. But you had a formula of an offensive attack that set records and was the best offense in the history of college football. You also have a formula for defense under Dave Aranda, and I think that's what their hires were trying to get them back to, was it doesn't have to be the best defense in the world. It can be slightly aggressive, but it also just held guys in check. Right. Where all we need is a defense that can hold them in check if you have an offense that can put up the points in the production that we had in 2019. I agree. It's good, huh? I agree. Yes. This place is fantastic, um, guys. you got to come to Rev Coffee. It's wonderful. I also, side note, will say it was a really good week for me um, because – Because of gambling? No. Oh. No. Well, (laughs) I mean, that was kind of so-so week. (laughs) Mr. F. the King Alexander this week. How do we not have this on the agenda? He got – Fired, and it could have not have happened to a worse prick on the planet. Oh my god! I love to loathe that man. He is. All right, what stories do you have for um, for uh, F King? Do you have some stories about F King? Because I've heard some stories about F King. I don't have. So this is just what I. Okay, for those of you, a lot of you guys don't know me. I hate pretentious people who are not that talented okay if you're talented be a jerk if you suck be humble okay (laughs) worst president that we have had at lsu every time i went to a graduation an event i had to hear about how we got no money we got no plan well hey bruh you're running the university. <laughs> what are you doing about it? Okay? Uh, every time we had a hire, we had a scandal. Man, everybody really sucked in that leadership group. You're running the leadership group. <laughs> what are you talking about? And all along the way, just, ah. I saw him one day. I was, I was leaving an eye appointment, and I saw him in front of me, and I just thought, 
I could do everyone a favor right here. Just I take could just him take him out. Just bust a kneecap. I don't know. I don't right, know what so, I could do. But um, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oregon Bla- our, State fr- did our friend Blake uh, sent me a text about a story. The worst. About, um, I think Blake was helping some uh, kids move in and out of a dorm. Uh, it was like a youth pastor, so he was helping kids moving in and out of a dorm. I do have a funny story. All right, so uh, F. King walks up and helps somebody move, like, uh, a bed. A plant? Uh, something into, like, I, I don't know if it was out of a truck. He was just, like, helping, like, pick it up. And somebody was there to take a picture of it. And then right after they took a picture of it, he turned around and he left. And they were like, dude, you just did that for so, the photo? So what I do love, and this is, this will, I'm not a parent, but this will speak. Talking to about F. King Alexander for people that just. Yeah, I'm not a parent, but this will speak to parents. Okay. When I left the eye appointment, he was in front of me, right? Five paces in front of him was his daughter. And I could see how much she hated him. <laughs> Like, I could see in her face, like, she was just, like rolling her this eyes. dude is awful. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, your own family doesn't even like you. That's right. <laughs> Nobody likes you. I mean, in all seriousness, the guy took the opportunity to really say how terrible he thought the entire state of Louisiana, the entire system was for a system that he was running. I don't understand. I mean, this person wanted to be, he wanted to be uh, in the cabinet position for Secretary of Education for the United States of America. And he is telling me that he can't make Jim Bernhardt figure it out. (laughs) It's like, okay, bro. Like, okay, cool, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. Richard Lipsy. Yeah, Richard Lipsy. The guy, I mean. Um, so that was an aside, but I just – I don't know if anybody else Jor- celebrated like me, but I was happy about Jordy it. Jordy had a great story about it on his show uh, this past week, and he was talking about – Shout out, Jordy. Yeah, shout out, Jordy. Um, he was talking about the – and Jack knows this because he was at this game, the LSU-Vanderbilt game, uh, when Will Wade was uh, on leave, suspended. Ah, gotcha. Um, Jordy told this story this past week about F. King, and it was right when F. King was – was uh, let go or resigned. Resigned. Um, they accepted. So uh, jo- Joe Oliva and F. King both come down and they're sitting in their spots before the game. Everybody's like, Joe must go, Joe must go. And they both sit in separate spots. They're in two different areas of the uh, arena. And Joe sits down and Joe Oliva looks over at F. King Alexander and says, like, see, I fucking told you this right. was gonna happen right. if we let our if we and let I, our basketball coach go. And I was at that game, and I saw the interaction that he's talking about. Okay. And it was a like a smug, like kind of like you told see, you, you see, I told you yeah. this was gonna happen. Right. And it goes back to okay, how much it, Joe Leva has his own faults, but how much control that does Joe Oliva really has. Does he have his own fault? I think he does. I is think he, he has just the, is I he think just he, the I, scapegoat? I think he is not a closer at all. Right. I think he lets people walk all over him on certain decisions. And on this one was one where he was letting um I mean there's F King I mean we've seen the documents the for him. We've seen the documents now, but I mean we didn't think at the time that Texas AM we're gonna keep less was a Joe Oliva thing. Right. Right? I mean that's all the way that's an F King situation for optics and uh, I mean obviously a terrible decision especially what we know now how do you make that decision but yeah. you know yeah so um yeah I mean that was an aside but just it was a great it was celebratory it was a good week no matter what else happened in my week that made it worth it 
Okay, that was about it. So, I'm taking a picture for my new advertiser. I'm going to tell him, hey, look, you texted me during an actual podcast. That's right. Um, and I will just I will go the, ahead and uh, get Rocky there. I'm going to go ahead and like was doing. tell everybody right now. Um, this is Relief Pools. Ben Landry with Relief Pools is going to be our new... You know Ben, right? I know Ben. I'm going to have breakfast with Ben tomorrow. All right. Um, But I'm going to let him know, hey, I'm actually podcasting. See if he can give me a discounted pool. I I said the same thing. I said, hey, uh, we could make a new podcast that is called the Hot Tub Podcast. And basically, we're in a we're this, in a hot uh, this, tub. This idea is this, going I, crazy already. I told um, I told Ben this earlier today that um, I have a lot of ideas. He's an ideas and guy. I'm an idea guy, and you can tell me if you don't like it or not. That's fine. But I'm gonna always okay. have a new idea. New idea. And my new idea was a hot tub podcast. You build me a hot tub. And we will have a hot tub podcast sponsored by Relief Pools, um, and it would be a new guest each week coming into my hot tub, and we'll interview him. Kind of like the uh, Kevin Hart in the ice bath. You know that, right? Ice bath. What's that called? Huh? I don't know what it's called. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, so same thing, like, it, but a new guy comes in. Durante Jones, I'm talking yeah, to you, Durante. I don't, I don't know if I love this vibe. I don't know if I love the. <laughs> hey, Durante, can you take your shirt off? Yeah, and get it's in got the a, This has got a little bit of a little bit of an edgy vibe. Right? <laughs> I am edgy. I'm a little. I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. That's a call out. That's a call yeah. out. Little Inappropriate bit, is little what bit, my wife says. A little bit. Um, okay, so let's take a quick break, and what I'll do, Adam, if you don't mind, no, I'm going to switch you out. That's fine. I got one last thing to say. Go ahead. At the break. We were talking about Bear. I got to give one more plug. Go this ahead. week we hired, uh, past two weeks we hired two new employees. One of them is uh, heading up a mechanical integrity department, inspections. Anybody industry out there, it's something we weren't doing before. Okay, we're doing it now. If you've got some cracks, you got some leaks, you got some things happening at your plant, you don't know what's happening. This guy's also a certified metallurgist, has been 35 years in industry. Okay. He's building our program. So Bear's in, improving their staff. This is the oldest person you have employed. Oldest person I got employed by a minute, but a lot of wisdom. That's what we're saying. A lot of wisdom in those years. So uh, fits Perfect. to the team great, though. Bear, bearps.com. Bearps.com. Check us out. You can call us. Uh, we we have what's called the panda plan. Okay. <laughs> oh, I like it. Because pandas, panda pandas don't hibernate. I don't know if you knew that. We don't sleep on safety. Oh, all right. So, uh, these guys. so you give us a call. We come try us out on hey, a small project. I appreciate project, that. I'm right? a marketing guy. Right? right? I appreciate right? that. We do better than just logos. All right. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I appreciate you having me on. And we'll keep, Absolutely, we'll buddy. We appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, so. You're an aficionado of Rev, so I definitely wanted to have you here for that. And then uh, what we'll do is we'll, we'll go to commercial real fast, and then we'll slide uh, Bear out here, and we'll move Jack in. And what I wanted to do, Jack, is I want to talk about LSU basketball and where do we go from here for next year. How about that? So we'll go to a commercial real quick. You guys stay with us. Get your questions in right now. And uh, appreciate the Bear for stopping by. Love it. Well. Appreciate you, brother. Come on as much as you want. Come on as much as you want. All right. I'm going to chill a little bit You said you keep um, big time in me. 2020. I'm not trying. I'm trying to stay not the force or custody. Me too. It's a problem. It's a never-ending problem. Yeah. 
Hey, try doing old-fashioned reviews. See how that works. You're gonna definitely need the air headphones. Yeah, I know. I could barely hear y'all you talking to me. I tested the audio and it works fine. I, when I came up, I was like, how are they gonna hear each other? I remember the headphones. All right, we are back, guys. I'm here joined with Jack. Jack just came in from NOLA. Yeah. yeah. So how was NOLA? It was fine. You had I mean, a two-day deal? Yeah, we went. Uh, me and Sarah went yesterday around 3. We after went to school. NOLA last weekend yeah. and had a great time, but we were around Magazine. I don't know where y'all were. You were y'all in the quarter? We uh, we stayed right across the street from uh, the Canal Mall. Okay. It's a, it's a fairly uh, new hotel. It's called 111. 111. It's okay. right across from the Canal Mall, and uh, and then you went to the quarter. Uh, we went. We didn't really go to the quarter too much. We we went to we went and ate at um, Merrill last night. Okay, it was good. It was yeah, very good. It was the first time I'd been. But yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Um, there's a, a whole bunch of places I'm trying to get to to New Orleans, but I was wanting to wait until it opened back up a little bit more because everybody's restricted hours and stuff. Yeah, no, Dude, that's we that's went the into, worst. We went into Lush. All right, do you know Lush? It's yeah. like the soap place on oh, uh, Magazine? It, it, here? Oh, no, 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 the one on Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, the one here, the Lush here is also, like, crazy. All right, so what, what ha- it must be corporate. Yeah, What they is. do is they make in, they make you walk in. Wash your hands. You have to wash yeah. your hands with their soap. That's the same one in Baton Rouge. They, Dude, they do the same thing here. Uh, I could, uh, some of my friends would have came in and they would have said, yeah, fuck you. I <laughs> Um, I, I hated it at first, but then when I washed my hands, I was like, oh, oh this is smells a, good. It's like the nicest soap I, I've ever and had. And then I was like, I did that. I did the same thing. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I washed my hands, and I was like, mm, that smells good. All right, All right new I'm bracket. Soap bracket. Soap bracket. Let's do it. Hand well, sanitizer right, bracket. so I've been talking to people about <laughs> new brackets. We're on our old-fashioned bracket challenge. I am in the Sweet 16. I just finished the Sweet 16. It took me a while. Um, almost got divorced because of it, nice. but I'm now into the elite ep- uh, elite eight. Um, so we're about to round out our elite eight uh, review, and I'm gonna I'm gonna post all of the Sweet Sixteens tomorrow. All right, how many? Which uh, which ones have you not been to yet? I've been to all of them. Oh, now. you've been to all of them. Okay, but now I have to start going back to the to them again and doing the matchups. Right, 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 right. for the elite eight. So okay. it's about to get it's about to get real. When like, we get as, to the- as uh, Ben McDonald would say, it's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> when we get to the week of the final four, are we just gonna like do like a big night for each game? Fucking right. Let's Fuck do it. Yeah. All right. Sounds I gotta good. figure out who who wants to be a guest. I well, mean, we need guests to come on and do this. Uh, let's let's do it upright. Um, all right. Again, talking to you, Durante. Yeah, yeah, Durante. Uh, I've texted you every fucking day, Durante. <laughs> I know you see them. Uh, no, he's been really cool with me. Um, Durante is. Uh, I gave him some t-shirts. Um, they didn't fit, and I'll have some other T-shirts that I'm, re- I'm ready to give them. He uh, uh, he probably got to Louisiana, gained a few pounds. I I'll, I'll ask him that. That's a great question. Now that most people he's that's from what, Louisiana, though. I mean, we saw what happened to Zion when he got to Louisiana. That's he right, he like, got fat, gained like 50 pounds. Uh, Miles Brennan's just now figuring this out. Yep. Um, Craig Dugas says I'm thirsty. It looks like it's a Pappy's kind of night. Wait, Pappies. wait. Then he says Pappy's and diet. Doctor Check. Craig, what in the world? You said Pappies with a Z. Is this off-brand Pappies? Come on, uh, don't be doing me like that. So you know, you know my feelings on this. Um, all right, so this let's talk thing? about. Huh? I don't even know what this is. Pappies like Pappy Van Winkle, like very expensive bourbon, and oh, he's gonna okay. mix it with soda. Oh, you yeah. don't do that. 
Like, That's horrible. Yeah, he knows that. He's just fucking with me. All right, so let's talk about LSU basketball. Yeah. The name of the episode is March Sadness. Right. It's taken me this long to get over um, the oh, game. It, it took me a day. It took me a couple of days. It took me about days. 12 hours. It took me a couple of days. Good. Here's the reason why is because it was uh, everybody versus this basketball team. Yeah. And the, the LSU versus the world T-shirt that they made was apropos. It was per- perfect for what was really happening. Um, but we that made, we made the Will Wade versus all y'all T-shirts. Same thing. Um, this game had a little bit of that, yeah. uh, the Michigan game, where there were some calls that were – Really terrible. Yeah. Um, the 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 one that we mentioned earlier in the podcast was Cam Thomas driving. Down oh, the, the lane, charge! Holy calling shit! Calling a charge a on, on Cam Thomas, a three point play that ended up with Michigan on the next possession going down and scoring a layup. Yeah. So it was a five point swing. Yeah. Uh, those are things that change a game, especially when you're playing right. a, a and team I, like I Michigan. I actually saw somebody that said, like, oh, well, I mean, that's only one play you, lo- you lost by eight. But yes. that play would have got us to it three. It was a momentum killer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that, those are the things that I was just taking away from that game. Well, was like, man, that was just tough. Man. The, very tough game. The goddamn theme of March. I mean, I know we've been playing very well in March, but the, throughout the month of March, Cam Thomas has just gotten zero calls. Or, yeah. Well, got zero calls. It's over now. Yeah, it's over now. <laughs> it's dead. He's never coming back again. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Um, so it's taken me this long to kind of get over that. Um, there were there uh, to me there there were some calls, but at the end of the day, Michigan was a better team than us, and they were going to be better at closing out halves than we yeah. were. And I think that was the point of the game was we actually played a decent first half. Uh, we we we. Didn't, I thought we played a great first half. I even. did too. And I, we were still down I by one. I was shocked when we got to the half and we were losing. I was like, yes. It didn't feel like we were losing, <laughs> feel like we right? should be up 10 right Exactly. Now. Yeah. And I think that was the problem was that, yeah. that, that, that that's a sign of a very good team. When and, you're, as, as, as far as Michigan goes, like you're able to, to basically be outplayed but still come up ahead. Right. Okay, this was a weird thing. When I was watching the game, did you feel like they were out-rebounding us? Did it um, feel that way to you? Yeah. We actually but we actually out rebounded them. We actually out rebounded them. When I saw that set, I was like, "That's impossible." But was that because we had ten offensive rebounds? They had five. We had three turnovers. They had twelve. But what was their field goal percentage? Fifty, and ours was like exactly a, a, a little under forty. That's why that was the big thing. They're yeah, making so their we shots, had, and they're, we are not. This they, was this especially was in the second half. Stat. The second half, they were making all their shots. We had seventeen more field goal attempts than them, and they had one more field goal make than us. Yeah. So I it was mean, very misleading. It, yeah. So when that happens, it's just it's it's brutal. And part, but part of the reason that we had less field goal makes is because we had a lot of fouls that they uh, that they didn't call, and they count as field goal misses because they weren't they weren't they weren't called as fouls. Right. So I think Michigan's actually a very good team. Oh, fuck um, yeah. I, I, They're I top I, five team in the country. I, I didn't think they were. I think that be, was lost on a lot of people. I, yeah, but I didn't think they were going to be as good as they were. I don't yeah. know why it was, but maybe I didn't I see think, enough. I of think Michigan the livers basketball. thing was slightly yeah, it was over, a, over yeah. talked about. Um, Correct. And I, uh, I, a lot of people were saying that he was the best player on their team. I actually didn't agree with that. Uh, he's maybe their second uh, or third. Well, well, we talked about Dickinson as a freshman. This kid's a he's seven a foot freshman? one freshman. I didn't realize he's a Ooh. freshman. Oh my god. That's I mean, incri- that's incredible. Yeah. And so, we're all right, a triple team in the kid. Right, now let's get to the, the next topic, which is, all right, who's sticking around? Um, and from what we think, 
it's going to be uh, the guys leaving are going to be Cam, obviously. It's the top four guys. Uh, Trendon, Smart, and now Days you know, on his Instagram sounds like he's leaving. Right, right. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, that's kind of where my head's at, too. Uh, I'd, I, feel, I got this feeling that we can turn Days around just because, uh, you know, he shouldn't go pro. Yeah. So there's that going on. So maybe, I mean, there's the best selling point to him. He's the only one that, like, I just don't see getting drafted in any world. The other three, I actually think they probably will all get drafted. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I'm, I I think uh, Cam and Trendon, I think, are definitely going to get drafted, actually. Javante yes, is going to be. I agree with that. Javante is going to be fringe. Uh, draft. I I tend to think that he'll be drafted, but I could. I mean, it's like sixty forty for me. So it's not. I'm not a, like a lock for Javante? that. Javante. Yeah. 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 I just think uh, the way he shot this year, I think, is gonna. And he's long, and he's fast, and he's you know very athletic, and he's good enough on defense. Yeah. Um, I, I think someone will take a shot on him late in the first. I mean, late in the second. Um, I don't know. So I don't, it, I, to me, it depends on if they're able to do combines this year. And I think they're they going will. to be able they to will. now. Um, yeah, and they kind of had the combine last year, but you remember they did, like, uh, Zoom combines or whatever? I remember yeah, seeing, like, videos of uh, Skylar Mays in an open gym or something. It was, right. it was weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they're going to have, like, a legit combine this year. Um, just the way things are going um, in certain states and stuff. Um so, all right, well, let's talk about um, what's returning. Days, if days leaves, right. um, then what we have left, you know, we're talking about Cook. Your, your leading score, uh, returning score, is Andre Hyatt. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, we actually like Andre Hyatt. He's not, he played very well in the tournament, but yeah, no, no he he's a not march. a, um, he is a role player yes. and he shouldn't be a starter. Yeah. Um, he's at very best uh, a sixth man. So we have Cook. Point guard, and I think it's not not debatable at this point, right? Not uh, debatable. I I think he could be coming off the bench for sure. You do? Yeah, I think Gaines is probably ahead of him right now. As a point guard, or would yes. you have Gaines as an off guard? I'd probably have him as a point guard because okay. he can't shoot. So then we we will be talking about new guys for a guard position. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brandon Murray. Brandon, Mur- I don't know if Brandon Murray really plays this year. Um, I don't think so either. I don't I think, think he's. As- I think, think Jalen Cook is probably the first guy off the bench, actually. Okay. Um, I think, uh, what's his name? Gerald Corbett. Jarrell Corbett. Colbert. Colbert. He's 6'9". I think he's a starter. Okay. I think he's a day one starter, even. Uh, Hello. Pizza. We got a pizza. All right. Um, I think he's a day one starter. Uh, you know, I actually think this transfer, Seneca Knight, I, I think I'm butchering yeah. that name. I think he's six, a day one six. starter. 6'7 is what I saw. Okay. 6'7, like 215. So is he a. He averaged 20, 17 points a game. Is he a guard forward? How do shooting we know? Shooting guard. Shooting guard? Yeah. That's a tall shooting guard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, so the last like 15 games that he played for San Jose State, he was averaging like 23 points a game. Okay. He, he, he had one game where he dropped 40. 
So, uh, I, well, that's... They uh, lost because they they suck, but... Yeah. But <laughs> they're, they're a horrible team. That's why he left. Uh, look, production, as far as offensively, that's kind of what you're going to be missing uh, with these, like, Cam and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I think that's perfect. That's the biggest question on this team next year is who's the sco- who's the scorer? Right. Who is the guy? So, um, And I think you got a couple guys who could step into that, but no one's going to well, match Cam or Trenton. Alex Fudge coming in. Fudge. That was the name I forgot. So, uh, all right. So, let's take a, let's take a look at this. If you want to take... Gaines, say let's t- say Gaines is your uh, shooting uh, your po- point guard, and you have a guy like Seneca Wright that'll be your your shooting guard. You're gonna have a, a forward. Um, you can either, I mean, you can say Hyatt if you I want. I think Hyatt's probably the guy uh, start the Dr- season. Uh, you got Josh LeBlanc. He's Josh not LeBlanc. a small forward. He's point Josh more, LeBlanc point has guard. to come off the bench too because he can't score. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I think he's good enough to where you need to play him. I don't know about that. He think he's just his offensive game is just so bad. I, I like this. Okay. Um, you have. Um, I get with you. I understand what you're saying with Colbert. Uh, Gaines, Gaines, Colbert's right. Ready. Gaines, right. Fudge, LeBlanc, Colbert. I like Gaines, that five. Right. Fudge, Fudge, LeBlanc, LeBlanc, Colbert. And you're yeah, long. I, I you're long, athletic. Um, you're going to no, really actually, need to count on Fudge, and you're going to need to count on Colbert to be able to score. I wrote down somewhere, because uh, actually on Tuesday, I was like, I, I told you it took me 12 hours to get over the game. Yeah. I think uh, at noon on Tuesday, I started like writing down like what was going to be our starting lineup for the next season. That's yeah. when I remembered like who Alex Fudge is. Alex Fudge is, is really good. Yes. <laughs> Man, I watched his... Uh, his high school tape, and, and I was he, like, "Holy shit! How did long, I forget about this guy?" And he can score. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's a, a combo in the college game that can be. He reminds very me good. of like a, a poor man's Brandon Ingram, which is still very good. Yes, absolutely. Um, he do. He can shoot. He can shoot pretty good. Um, mm. So yeah, I was worried about. I was worried about, um, especially with days leaving, what it was going to look like. Um, man, a days coming back. And I know I was got I got I told Bear this I got a lot of shit about days on a Facebook group and I compared them to uh, Draymond Green. Yeah. And it, it's it, more about it's more about if he comes back and say he develops his game to become like a fifteen and an eight, fifteen to, and nine guy. Uh, Draymond Green his senior year averaged sixteen and ten. It's not like crazy numbers. Yeah. Uh, right. But a guy and, like that that can kind of come in and develop his game a little bit and like take over. Yeah. Well, he just needs to learn how to play the three. Yeah. And he can't do that. He needs to. He needs he can't to do that yet. Well, he yeah. And he, it, to me, it's like ball handling. He needs to do that a little bit more. He exactly. Can already shoot. That's my point. He needs he, to learn he, how to play wing. Yeah, he he knows how to shoot. And these are things that are, he's going to need to develop anyway for the for the next level. Exactly. Is he needs to be able to create his own shot. He needs to be able to drive. He needs to be able to have some better ball handling. He right. can already shoot. Like right. I, the, the, it's not crazy to no, me I don't think to it think is. that he can get to that level. I don't think it is. And he's, I mean, he's a good defender, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, you think about it, yeah, he probably got beat a lot this year. Uh, so maybe his defense did wasn't exactly showing all the way, but he was constantly guarding guys that were way bigger than him. Yeah. Because, you know, he's only 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, right. He's guarding these 6'10", six, 6'11", six, guys, and, and I know that's right, exactly so, what Draymond Green does, but, right, but this is he doesn't have thing. to be Draymond Green to make it in the NBA. Say he came back. All right. Say yeah. he came back. My lineup changes to Gaines, Wright, Days as your small forward, LeBlanc, Colbert. I think I'd still go Fudge over LeBlanc. There. Oh, you're right. 
And I think and no, you, no, you can, no, no. You can play fine. Days and as long Fudge as, days, as like a three slash four. They're as both long like as three days slash four, comes right. back out. Yeah. And Days can be your guy. It doesn't have to go down in the paint and guard somebody. Right. That's his game. Like, yeah, that's where he needs to be. I agree with that. Uh, um, and, you know, another guy that we didn't even mention yet is uh, Bradley Azawiro. Um, yeah, coming out. Yeah, Man, he looks really good, too. I, I didn't realize how, like, athletic he is. You know, when I, you know who else we're not talking about is uh, Moani Wilkins. I don't know what right, kind of, Moani. That's who I was trying to there's another. These are guys that are uh, – Moani Wilkinson as a freshman is put together, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, if he, and our boy, Josh Gray. Josh Gray, man. You know Josh Gray season. He's got to make it. He's got to make it in there somewhere. So, I feel Gray, like Gray's going to have to do something at some point in his right, career. Right. So I, I he's think seven foot, for crying out loud. Gray and Colbert could turn this team into like a good defensive team. It, it, I mean, Gray's got a lot of work to do. He does. He does. But I mean, it, yeah. like we've said all year, all I want is like five to ten minutes. Yeah, Just I don't. Put I'm not asking. He's for, seven foot tall. Yeah, I'm not asking so for valuable. Gray to be your. 20 to 30 minute guy or anything like that. I just need some quality minutes out of the seven footer who's athletic for crying mm-hmm. out loud. Can we not get seven? Can, like how, how great would it have been if we had a seven footer who was athletic playing most of the year and then you get to a Michigan where you had to play this Dickinson kid yeah. and you got a guy who can match up with him for right. crying out loud. Like that would be fantastic. Right. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's, let's, Jack, I know you reached this late, but let's wrap it up here. Oh, man. Uh, I know. You just got here. You just got here. I know. Rev Coffee, guys, we appreciate them letting us come out here tonight. Um, we're over here, Bistro Byron's. We're in Willow Grove. Uh, there's, uh, what's it? Is it uh, Pizza Byron's is what it's called now. I forgot what it was called. But Pizza Byron's, we just got some pizza over here, too. Um, come check these guys out. They're doing great cocktails and coffee over here. It's a cool atmosphere. It's fantastic. It's got some right, live music. Yeah, live nice. music over here. I was afraid that was going to blast us out, but it wasn't. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, we appreciate them. We appreciate the Bear from stopping by, Bear Process Safety. Uh, and really big thanks out to our sponsors. Uh, we have Courtesy Buick GMC, Brandon Lejean, so you saw his commercial earlier. Uh, Ether Insurance, uh, Bear Process Safety, of course, and then Bogey's, uh, Bogey's Bar here in Baton Rouge. And then our new sponsor that we just got during the podcast, Relief Pools. Ben Landry at Relief Pools. I'm going to see him um, tomorrow morning for breakfast, oh. and he wants to be a part of it. So uh, we appreciate all of our sponsors for helping us out. Little podcast that could, uh, one team, one podcast. So um, also, guys, check out our social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and also check out our YouTube page. Subscribe if you can. I know a lot of people are watching on Facebook right now. But uh, if you check out our YouTube page, subscribe if you can. I would like to build that up a little bit more. Um, and also our website, one team one podcastcom I've just switched over the entire merch page. So uh, we got a whole bunch of new cool T-shirts on there um, for One Team, One Podcast that I will not get sued about. We talked about that earlier also, Jack. Uh, okay. Try not to get sued by LSU anymore. That would be the second time that I've gotten a cease and desist from LSU. So. <laughs> Hopefully these new shirts are all kosher and we don't have to do that anymore. Um, and even the new website said, hey, can you try not to get us sued? I said, sure. Yeah, you got sure. It. You got it. There was that one shirt that you put up uh, recently. It was with the, uh, like the the lady doing the finger gun. Yeah, the get the gat. Yeah, the get the gat. You're, you're afraid of somebody in the background? Well, yeah, I just saw, like, the first thing I saw was uh, the, like, the, the, the side of John Emery's face. And I was is like, is it John Emery? I was like, hey. 
<sighs> Everyone else had graduated, but I just saw the side of John Emery's face, well, and I was I've, like, I've darkened maybe they up. won't see I've it. I've darkened up the image <laughs> enough, so maybe they won't see it. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, who knows? They might take it down. <laughs> yeah, it Go get it now, if you can. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're telling everybody for the Teach Me How to Do shirts. Is there like shirts. a strike three thing? Like, what happens after third season desist? But they have my name now. They, they just... Yeah, I love they, how they, I saw they the email. They just emailed me and they said, hey, Matt, hey, Matt, can you please take this down? <laughs> I don't. I didn't know whether to be, like, happy that they did that I wasn't on the radar or, like, offended. Yeah, they don't know your that, name like, at all. They didn't even give a fuck they about me. They like, hey, Matt. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah, you're on our list up here. They're, I think I have a wanted <laughs> poster of me at the top of the LSU list. Um, all right, guys. We appreciate it. We appreciate Rev Coffee. Appreciate all of our sponsors for reaching out. Um, and, again, it is one team, one podcast. Logan out. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast.